Welcome to another edition of Big City Catholics. I'm Bishop Robert Brennan, serving the Diocese of Brooklyn here in Brooklyn and in Queens. And co-hosting with me today is Father Jose Diaz. Father Diaz is the pastor at Mary's Nativity, St. Anne, and also chaplain and the director of campus ministry over at Queens College, at the Newman Center at Queens College. Father Jose, welcome back. Thank you, Bishop. I say welcome back. We were together in January. Together we went to the SEEK conference for Focus, and we had a great experience there. But we have some great fruits out of that, and so today gives us a chance to talk about those fruits. Absolutely. Why don't we begin with prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we are grateful today for the gift of your life in us, for the gift of your love. We ask your blessing upon us as we seek you, as we discuss things of you, and the things that you are doing in our diocese, through each and every one of our people, our faithful, our priests, our bishop. We ask you to continue the good works that we are doing through the grace of your Holy Spirit. Be with us, inspire us, and lead us in all things, that what we do may be for your glory. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So again, welcome back to Big City Catholics. So the good news that we have coming out of the SEEK conference is that we've given four missionaries here, and you've begun your work, your priestly work there on campus, and we've hired a campus minister. So we're doing big things over at Queens College. Yes, I've spent the last few weeks on campus, just visiting almost every day, getting to know the staff, the people, who's who. It's exciting, and I think just the buzz on campus, the people and staff seeing like, wait a minute, there's something going on over there. What's happening at the Newman Center? And I've had some staff come up to me, students come up to me and just say, wow, this is incredible. Father, this is something new that we're doing here. You know, just that spirit of renewal that, that I think the people, especially after the last few years away, you know, in many ways, people just don't even know anymore because they're just not around, you know, what happened right. with COVID. So it's exciting. And I think it's felt on campus. And you're right. I mean, COVID really took its toll on us in so many ways, Queens College being one of them, because really in a school like Queens College, a commuter school, mm -hmm. it became more and more. You go in for what you have to do and you get right out. Things are starting to get back to an evil keel there. And we had a priest there who did a great job, Father Jeremy Hanna. But he was commuting from Breezy Point and really was only there to be there for a couple of hours right. a week. But what we're doing now is we're bringing the whole team in. So this Correct. is something brand new. But I'd like to start off by saying thanks to Father Jeremy. He did an amazing job given all the challenges he had and all the things he had to carry. I think that's part of the buzz. It was like, wait a minute, what? Where's Father Jeremy? And it's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to be doing something a little different at the center. Now, and Father Jeremy has gotten a new assignment. I actually explained that to some people today who were asking for him. I think there's a, a really beautiful spirit of gratitude. You know, last week we had a farewell lunch for Father Jeremy, and I was blown away by the amount of people that came. Not only just the people and staff that came, the president of the college was there. <laughs> he gave a whole speech. So it was, it was really nice to see that the college understands the importance of the work of the Catholic Church on campus in particular, with gratitude to the work that Father Jeremy did on campus. You see the you impact know? that one man, one priest, one good priest, one holy priest made mm -hmm. with limited time giving to him. He really touched a lot of lives and made a difference. And I'm the beneficiary of that. 
You see, people have been very nice to me. People have been very open with me and loving. And I say, you know what? Thank you, Father Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, last time I saw him, I said to him, thank you. Yeah. Because right? you've made it easier for me. He built those relationships. Right. And that puts us in a good place. So now what we want to do is take what he's handed on to us, bringing more people in. And build on it. Building on it. Building sure. on it. So let's talk about some of the things that we're building on. So the way it works at Queens College is that the college is active mostly Monday through Thursday. Fridays and Saturday and Sunday, it's pretty, we actually visited the campus those days. There's not that many students on campus. So Monday to Thursdays where the clubs are active, where there's things going on on campus, where the students obviously are in class, and we wanted to take advantage of those four days. So we're open all four days from morning to evening, right now from 10 to 5, and we hope to expand the hours as needed. But those are the hours now. We have mass Monday to Thursday, 12.30 p.m. And it's, it's a real blessing. Today we had mass with the students. It was really nice. And by 1.20, they were all gone. So mass was started at 12.30. We're done by 1. They were chit-chatting and you can like clockwork. By 1.20, 1.22, they That's were all when out That's things the door. started up again, the classes. Because <laughs> well, they all have class uh, 1.40. So they want to get on their way, get to class, do whatever they need to do beforehand. But mass is important for them. That's the point. Yeah. You know, that's the point. Mass is important. And I think that there's a real appreciation for that. In fact, before I began this year there, the students were, were calling me already like, hey, Father, are we having mass more often? <laughs> yes. So it's, there's a real openness to that. And I think it's, it's going to bear fruit throughout the year. Oh, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, especially as people know more and more that you're doing it. Queens has an interesting setup, right? Is, are, is it two days a week or one day a week that there's a dedicated time yes. for student activity? Yes, Mondays and Wednesdays from 12.10 to 1.30 across campus, there's a complete break, no classes. So that's why we, those two days, especially masses at 12.30, the other two days, we'll play with it and see if students respond at that time. But at least Monday and Wednesday, for sure, students are off that time and they're more than welcome and do come to Mass. If you're part of a club, respectively, they most likely will have something in that hour or some type of event. They'll try to do things in that hour. But I think that's the hour that most students will come to Mass and want to. And isn't it beautiful that that's built into the schedule? For sure. And secondly, that we have space, again, we have to give thanks to the people who came before us. At one point, the Amen. diocese invested in the building of yes. the student union. And so we have space that's been dedicated to so, Catholic campus ministry. We've been there for a long time, almost 50 years, I would say. So, um, so again, yeah, thanks to the people who came before us, people who had some vision right. and some hopes right. and creativity, yeah. because now we're reaping the fruits of that. And we're going to be investing ourselves now with people, with ministers. Last January, we were in St. Louis for the SEEK conference, and we were really there something as guests, mm -hmm. you know, observers. We were there for an official reason. We had all these meetings because we were looking for this possibility to develop. But now it actually came forward. We got word in the spring that we would be getting Mm -hmm. Focus missionaries, and they've arrived. So can you tell us a little bit about the Focus missionaries? Oh, I'm grateful, <laughs> to say the least. They've been here for a few weeks already. We've met a few times. We've gone out to eat. We've tried to really enjoy some fellowship. Wow, what a wonderful team. Not only that, I'll tell you what somebody told me after they met them. A person came to me and said, Father, I have to spend time with them. I said, why? He said, I don't understand why these people are taking a few years of their life 
to serve in the way they're serving. I don't get it. And I was like, you should talk to them. <laughs> they're in love with Jesus. <laughs> That's why, right? Because they love the Lord and they really feel a strong call in their heart to spread that message of love, that message that has really changed their life. And so it's interesting to see people, even from the outside, who have met these missionaries and are just like, wow. You know, that's really the energy that they bring. They bring just this positive, beautiful, welcoming presence that speaks and cries out, God is real, right? And it's amazing. And I'm very, very grateful. And when you look at what Focus is, I've gotten familiar with Focus over the years. I had experience with them on Long Island, had mm -hmm. experience with them in Columbus, Ohio, and now thrilled to have experience with them here in Queens. It's really all about friendship, their own friendship, each of our friendship with Jesus Christ, and then walking with other people in friendship. It's not proselytizing. It's not banging anybody over the right. head with anything. It's not fighting any culture wars. It's all about the joy of friendship with Jesus Christ. And so the method of focus is really just to Acts be out there. Yeah. Acts 2.42. Just to be this fellowship. I think there's a very strong commitment to fellowship, and that's manifested in different ways. Whether it's sharing a meal together, praying together, right, attending liturgy together, conferences, retreats, whatever it may be, but that's definitely the heart of what they do. And it really struck me because I remember early on having a conversation with them and just hearing them speak about what they're doing. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to have people over where you live for like breakfast and maybe dinner or, or lunch, however it is, you're going to invite people into your life, you know? So most people, you go to church on Sunday. It's something you do. But these people are literally investing themselves into this and allowing people into their home and breaking bread with them. That is Christianity at its essence, you know? It's incredible. I think that has really made an impact on the people they've met so far. Right. And on me as well. I was like, wow, so this is incredible, you know, and, and it's something I want to maybe try to emulate in my parish. Yes. When I was a kid, Bishop, at my parish, Blessed Sacrament in Jackson Heights, they used to do something so simple. After mass downstairs, it would be coffee and bread, bread and butter. And there would be a long line and something as simple as that. People got to know each other. That's right. You know, whether they're just online, they got to say, hey, what's your name? Oh, wow. You're from here. Well, oh, I live up the block from you. How about we get together and share a meal one of these days? I mean, wow, you know? Exactly. That's the hope, so. It's the unity with each other, all of us unified with the Yes. Lord. And they're not campus ministers. I mean, they do ministry, but they depend on campus ministry being in place. And we've also yep. brought in a new campus minister. Mm -hmm. Yes, Omar Cortez. Omar UBR Cortez. Campus. He has uh, some minister. experience here in the Diocese of Brooklyn in yes. Queens. He served at uh, He was the director Lewis. of religious education, the DRE, at St. Leo's Parish. He's been a catechist for many years there, built the program up, which is one of the reasons I thought we can work together because he just built, in a sense, after COVID, rebuilt the religious education program at St. Leo. And I said, you know, there's a project that's happening now where I think it's going to be something great. And I think this is going to be a wonderful opportunity to do something beautiful. Yeah. And so going back to that same thing that he's experienced before is building something. I said, you know, why don't you come work with us? And that way we can link the college and my parish, Marriage Nativity St. That's Anne, right. You know, with the youth and the young adults. We're all in, Bishop. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate it. That was my hope when I asked you to take on yeah. that parish, that yeah. I could see that there would be a link there and we could do some really good things together. So you have a campus ministry component. You have mm -hmm. the missionaries who really just go out mm -hmm. and build fellowship, build friendship. Correct. So you have the center, right? Let's say you come on 
One day you're on Queens College. You want to go to the student union building, room 207 is the second floor. You'll see when you go to the second floor, Catholic Newman Center. You walk in there, what should you expect? You should expect Omar. Omar should be there. When he says hello to you, you'll also realize there's a bunch of snacks I can have. <laughs> you can also have some coffee. You can also have some tea. Do you want some water? We have some water. So like, it's a space where you can come and enjoy just the presence of the people there. If you need to study, you can sit in an area that's designated to study. If you want to hang out with other students, there's an area to hang out with other students. If you want to learn a little bit more about your faith, come by and we'll lead you in either a discussion, a Bible study, or even, thanks to Marriage Nativity St. Anne, formed. <laughs> you know, we have formed that we'll be using also with the students to get them in that spirit of what is the Catholicity like? What is that spirit of Catholicism like? So I think it, it's a really good space, you know, and it's a space where people can be themselves. Now, I'm going back years and years, but when I was a student at St. John's, mm -hmm. that was my experience. You take a university like St. John's, like Queens College, that's just huge. It's big. Mm -hmm. There's there so many people. In my day, St. John's was a commuter school, just like Queens. And essentially, you had to find a niche, your home away from home. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I remember beginning there and just kind of wandering about. Yeah, okay, I'll spend some time in the library. I'll spend some time in Marillac Hall. I would go to daily mass. But it was only after being there a while that I became involved. It was sort of a connection with some of the classes I was taking. And there was an office and it, was, it became the place where I would meet up with my friends, where I could do some studying, where I could grab a bite. And you need that in a campus like Queens College. And if that connects with your faith, if that connects with who you are and how you live your life, that can make a big difference. 100%. I think it's necessary, especially within that age group, right? Yeah. That, that's why are you in a college? Why are you even doing this? What's the point of campus ministry? Whoa, wait a minute. College ages, those existential questions are, they weigh on you. <laughs> yeah. Because you're really thinking about your future. Why am I here? What am I doing here? And then you ask them, have you ever considered what the Lord is calling you to? What is your vocation? Oh, what is a vocation? So what do you mean, what are we doing here? Answering questions like that. What is the Lord calling you to live in your life? Or how is he calling you to live in your life, right? And what is that calling? What is that vocation? So it's little things, all the way from little things to the big things, the existential questions, the why am I here? What am I doing here? Is God real? You know, what is this all about? Where are we headed? I think that's important in that college age to answer because you're also forming yourself for the rest of your life. That's right. So of course, that's why we're there, right? Because young people need hope. They need to be told, I believe in you, right? Right? Because the Lord believes in them, right? And so I think that it's a great way to echo that for them. And for those who've been growing up in the faith, a lot of the students who graduate from our high schools, for example, mm -hmm. who had religious experience all the way right. through, they were over there. Right. right here in our students in Queens College, you start to feel isolated. You say, is there anybody else who believes what I believe? Is there any truth to what I believe? Or maybe sometimes just questions. I've always done this, but why? Yeah, I think college is, it's interesting, right? You just got back from World Youth Day a few weeks ago. That's right. So that definitely is one of those questions. Is there anybody that believes like I do? Yes. <laughs> There's yeah, like a million and a half uh, <laughs> gathered right there in that one city. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's so uplifting. But I think on a very immediate and local level, that is a very, very true sentiment, right? Because I'll tell you this, I've felt like that. Okay. You see, so it's not something that it's like, oh, 
just those who might not go to church or those who actually might go to church and might be looking for some community. I would say across the board, there's that, man, is there anybody that believes? Is there somebody that's maybe on that same path? And I think so. So a place like the Newman Center is the perfect place for you to really be acknowledged, right? Because that's really what it is to be acknowledged and to experience fellowship. And that is what helps us along the journey. We need to surround ourselves with people who believe in us and also who believe like us. That's important because if not, then we're just gonna fall by the wayside. I used to go to retreats with 300 youth in the Charismatic Center in the Bronx. And how many would come back after weeks or months? Not so many because they kind of got back into it with the same friends, the same thing. So you need a support system. And an and ongoing, regular support system that melds in to your life. That's part of yep. your life. It's not a place that you have to go elsewhere, but it's right there where you're going to school every day. And the other thing is it's a place just to stop and say a prayer too. Yep. Right? You have a chapel. We have a chapel, which is beautiful. So again, you walk into the center, you'll see Omar. You can have snacks. You can have a cup of coffee. You can have maybe a drink. Enjoy some videos or maybe join the, if we have a FIFA tournament, you want to play FIFA with friends, whatever. But the most important thing is that there is a chapel. And Jesus is present there. That's, right. That's the most beautiful part. We have a tabernacle. Tabernacle is there. Blessed sacrament is there. Blessed sacrament is there. And maybe that's what you need. It's just a, a moment in the day. To say, I guys don't want to get too involved. I just want to say a prayer. And that's what I told the students who were there today. Guys, this is your home away from home. Right. If you need to pray, you can come by. If you need to laugh, you can come by. If you need to cry, you can come by. If you need your confession heard, you can come by. We're here to serve you and most of all to love you, right? One of the things that I like about Focus is that they have the model of win, build, and send. So they win them over by their love and they build them up to who God is calling them to be and then they send them on the way. And that's something so powerful. It's so powerful and they can experience that there within that fellowship. And I think it's gonna be something uh, great. I think we're off to a great start. We have Omar, we have four ministers. Yeah. They come from all over the country. Yes. Attended colleges all over the yes. country. One of them, I think, went to Liberty, like an online, but yeah. then got involved right, in yeah. a local campus. The two women have served in other places, so they bring yes. experience from theirs. And two men who were both mm -hmm. new, they're both new. The two women come from Temple and George Mason. So we have Katie, who's a team leader. Right. Uh, Lucero, Lucero, who's also an experienced missionary. And she was in Temple. Katie was in George Mason. Then you have the guys who are first time. Right. So Andrew, they're, they're and, Andrew Greg. and Greg. Yeah. Right. Good guys. It, it's been a blast, Bishop. It's you been, know, a, it's we been had, a blast. We had the chance earlier in the week to, uh, well, I had the chance to meet them, but we had the chance to be together on mm -hmm. Sunday evening. And it was amazing <laughs> showing off Brooklyn. We were down in the Dumbo area. We had some pizza down there. And then we walked around over, you know, by the Brooklyn Bridge, things that we see all the, <laughs> all time, the time and just take for granted and just to see it through their eyes. But boy, in the month that they've been here on their own, they've really acclimated themselves to New York, haven't they? I think Andrew knows where to get better sandwiches for breakfast than I do at this point. <laughs> he, he's like... The bacon, egg, and cheese, it's a New York staple. Bishop, when I tell you he is hunting down the perfect bacon, egg, and cheese, I am not kidding. <laughs> and he's like, have you tried this place? Have you tried this place? Have you tried this place? So <laughs> The only thing is he wants it on a bagel. I, I, I used to eat it on a roll. Yeah, I get it. The Kaiser rolls, I get it. The bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. That's, that's what I order. They have really taken serious their assignment. 
Yeah. They really have. I have to say that. And really just investing themselves into the city, right. trying to understand the culture and the people. It's amazing to see and to be able to share with them my own experiences as a New Yorker. It's a good thing. And actually, I think the dynamic between Focus and Omar is really something that is meant to work that way. Omar is a New Yorker, born and raised from Corona, from St. Leo, part of the youth group. His upbringing is very different from a focus kind of experience. And so it's good that you have someone like Omar that can be grounded in the New York reality and the New York experience, and then say, look what we have to offer. I really think it's amazing. So working together with Focus, so yeah. So by the way, I, another word of appreciation, the Catholic Foundation stepped Absolutely. up and came forward with the grant and really helped to make this possible. And so I'm so grateful to the foundation itself and to, all of our folks here in Queens and Brooklyn who contribute to the work of the foundation, because this is one of the great fruits of the work that they do and the investments that they make. But this is like a piece of our campus ministry. One of the things I'm proud of is we have campus ministry really throughout the diocese. Throughout the diocese. We have different sized campuses, but really for a chance of renewal, we wanted to take one Right. large place and being that we have the center yeah there you know we wanted to step into queen's college and it was something too that this is very different from what focus usually does but i think they recognize that new york is its own kind of a place right and usually they're involved in a residential campuses right state yeah. states colleges states, but, but here we are in the borough of queens there's the residence hall and it brings in people from all over but most people are pretty local so this is something new and different for them but this is a piece of a larger campus ministry project that exists here and serves the people of brooklyn and queens and the students who come this way so grateful for all of those who have worked and continue to work in campus ministry we look forward to being able to share with one another some of the different works that are going on in the ministry for Queens. You can't say it often enough. Why don't you give me the specifics? Where can somebody find both really and right. virtually? Queens College is right off the LIE on Casano Boulevard. It's actually interesting that it's like an actual campus. You don't really see that too much no. in the city. You have St. John's University and they have that, but they're private. They're not a CUNY school. Right. Being the, a CUNY school like this, they have an actual campus you can walk around you remember the quad Bishop? yes with the view, of the, the view of, of, the, of the skyline, skyline of, the, of manhattan it's incredible so you can make your way there the buses in the area are like the q27 you can come by you can also more easily google queen's college newman center and the first like three links that come up but the first link in particular is the link for the program because the way it works is you have to go through the university to get into the website so you want to just google it Press on that link and it'll take you straight to the information where the hours that we're open every day, 10 to 5 right now, mass at 1230, and then we'll be updating for the Bible studies that we'll be beginning and any other presentations that we want to do and events that we'll have. And you'll find it in the Student Union Building. Student Union Building, yes. Room 207. Room 207. Queens College. Yeah. Queens College is one of, I think, only two CUNY colleges that have a student union building. This is why in every way, this is like a new experiment in a sense, but we have the space and it's one of the few colleges that have a building dedicated to the students, a student union building. So you can find it. It's on the corner of the property and room 207 and you'll find us there. Well, thanks for yeah. your good work. Thanks for welcoming our new team. 
and we look forward to a great year together. I look forward to being there. I'm going to be there for the Mass of the Holy Spirit yep. on September 18th. 12.30 p.m. 12.30 p.m. Yep. And one of the points of this podcast is really just to share what's going on. And there are podcasts that are more reflective and probably sure. a little more intellectually engaging. But this, for me, is a chance just to share with the people in Brooklyn and Queens all the great things that are happening around here. And this is one of those great things. Absolutely. When I was in seminary, I remember Father Peter Cameron, Dominican priest, great preacher and great man of God. He was our homiletics professor. These two words resonate in my heart every single day that he would not let go of. And he would always tell us, Christianity is a lived experience, period. It's a lived experience. We have to have moments like this, Bishop, where we share about what we're experiencing, what we're living, what we're doing as a church. Because if not, then how are we going to see or know what's going on? Christianity is a lived experience, personally and in fellowship and community. So I think, I hope, and I'm excited, and I, and I believe that the Lord is going to do something beautiful on campus this year. But I hope that the people listening can pray for us. Right? They can pray for us and can even pass by if you want. You know, if pray you're for us, pray area, with us. Pray with us, however. And share the good news. Yeah. Because I bet you know, if you're listening, I bet you know somebody who's studying at Queens College. Exactly. And that's actually one of the things we need to work on. It's getting ourselves out there. I think 99% of the students that I spoke with did not know there was a Catholic Newman Center. So we've really, our work this year is walking with people, letting them know we're here, that we love them, that most of all, and most importantly, that Jesus loves them and that we're here for them. And that way they in turn can take that lived experience and hand it on. So that's my prayer for our year. Thank you, Father Diaz. And Thank thanks you. for listening in on uh, another edition of Big City Catholics. We look forward to being with you again next week. In the meantime, let's ask God, to bless us on this work. We're about to start a new academic year, so students are returning to school everywhere at every level. Pastoral activities are beginning anew. So let's ask the Lord to bless the year ahead that hopefully our efforts combined with his transforming grace will touch the hearts and souls of so many people. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he look upon you with kindness and grant you his peace. And may almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you and enjoy the week. Amen.